What do you want me to do for you? I don't know how many times I have uttered that phrase. And if I was to receive a dollar for every time I have responded with those words to my daughter when she cried, Mom, I would be a wealthy person indeed. It is such a loaded question that could have so many different responses. So let's explore further this question in the context of Mark's Gospel and the story from Jericho. It is spring in Jericho, one of the oldest cities in the world. The road is dusty and is filled with noisy, excited people, competing to get close to Jesus so they could hang on to his every word. The crowd was only interested in their own needs and wants and hearing Jesus speak. They were not interested in the unimportant nobody that was Bartimaeus. Bartimaeus was treated by others as someone who did not matter. He was sidelined to the side of the road, and this was the only place for beggars, strategically located outside the city gate to appeal to passers-by. A beggar's life was always on the outside. They were not even allowed to be anywhere near the precinct of the temple. They were nobodies in society. What a contrast. A large jostling crowd and a blind beggar. A nobody in the crowd. Someone unseen until he shouts out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. The crowd sternly demand he is silent. Bartimaeus was in a desperate situation, being urged not to believe that Jesus is for him by the voices in the crowd who tell him to stop shouting, to stop being a nuisance. Though Bartimaeus believes that Jesus is for him, the crowd believes that Jesus is not for a nobody like him, a doubly marginalised outsider, a blind man and a beggar. Jesus, cries Bartimaeus, have mercy on me. Quiet, beggar, cried the people in the crowd. The master's busy. The people in the crowd had hearts of stone and didn't want anybody, especially someone so unimportant and a blind beggar, to get in their way. They did not want someone so lowly to divert their attention from Jesus. Yet hearing Bartimaeus shout even louder, Jesus stops the crowd and calls the people to him. Then Jesus asks Bartimaeus what might seem to us an astonishing question. What do you want me to do for you? We instinctively think that it is obvious that Bartimaeus wanted to see. But we have to stop at this point to ponder the question, what do you want me to do for you? To stop and remember that these were Jesus' exact words to his disciples James and John in last week's Gospel. In fact, we need to retrace our steps to see more clearly how Mark, by placing this question addressed to people in such different circumstances is highlighting the contrast between seeing and unseeing, outwardly and inwardly. 
and how one informs the other. Just a couple of chapters back, in Mark chapter 8, we have another story about an unnamed blind man whose sight, like Bartimaeus's, was restored. This story is followed by Peter's confession that Jesus is indeed the Christ, the Messiah. This confession is understood to be the heart, the central truth of Mark's gospel. The message above all others that he wants to get over to his readers in the early church. In fact, the message about Jesus being Messiah stands right at the centre of the Gospel of Mark in order to highlight its importance. In Mark's Gospel, Jesus spells out the necessary qualifications for discipleship. If anyone comes after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Apart from this, as the disciples journeyed with Jesus, they experienced firsthand Jesus healing people, sitting and eating with those considered by society as outcasts and hearing Jesus described as God's beloved son. James and John were an integral part of that journey and as such among the most privileged people ever to have lived. Yet they did not see that Jesus' message, his words and action, was about empowering others, not taking power for themselves so that they could lord it over others. In other words, they wanted Jesus to do for them whatever they wished for themselves. That was when Jesus asked, What do you want me to do for you? And their answer revealed how appallingly blind they still were. Although they had witnessed all these healings and empowering acts and words of Jesus, they had not really seen, not understood, still blinded by their own selfish wants, I believe they felt they needed some special treatment and favouritism. Their eyesight was perfect. Yet James and John were far more blind than many people of those, like Bartimaeus, who had no eyesight. So following the story of James and John, Mark deliberately takes us to the story of Bartimaeus. Mark is therefore using these incidences to proclaim a particular message to all who hear it. A message that is still relevant for us today. The question raised for us today is this. What do we hear and where do we stand? With the crowd or the beggar on the Jericho Road or with James and John? Do we hear these stories as Bartimaeus, aware of our needs, saying, Lord, have mercy on me, All I have is faith. Or do we enter the story as one of the crowd, impatient with the plight of an unimportant person in need? Does our manner suggest the words of the crowd, go away, or the words of Jesus, come? 
Jesus stopping and his caring told Bartimaeus that he counted. Bartimaeus became a follower of Jesus and I'm sure that his testimony would have served as a reminder to all people that they are valued and loved in God's eyes. As followers of Christ and through him, we know we count. We know we are important and have a voice, no matter what the crowd and society say. Hopefully we don't enter the story as the two disciples who believe that their importance counted far more than the needs of others. If Jesus were to ask us, what do you want me to do for you? What would be our honest answer? What do we really want? Or maybe the question should be, what do we really need? Bartimaeus knew his first need. He was desperate. How desperate are we? Are we the sighted who are blind? or the blind who are longing to see. I believe the challenge of rising from the story from Jericho is to hear Jesus asking, what do you want me to do for you? And for us to answer, Lord, that we might see, see what you want us to do for you, so that others might know that in your eyes they count through our witness, our worship and our service. My prayer for all of us is this, may it be so. Let us pray. Dear God, if Jesus said to us, what do you want me to do for you? We are not sure what we would say. We might blurt out something silly and selfish but we do know what we should ask and we ask that right now. Teach us, dear God, to see what is really, really important. May we trust the truths your spirit teaches. Enjoy the actions which make you smile. Help those people you reckon need our help and love you more and more each day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.